It's the tool that you love the most Covering events from coast to coast That podcast is all about the fun Fun with your hosts, Alpiti and John John Tripping about gossip like chickadees Turn up the cast and enjoy the tea The podcast with the beauty and the brawn One's a gay turkey and the other is a black swan It's that podcast It's that podcast From the John John and Company studio in Denver, Colorado, it's That Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, El Pitty and John John. Hey, what, what? Hey, what, what? Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, what, what? Hey, El Pitty, how are you? Oh, I am doing fantastic. Having what a good day in a very long time. I don't know how to say the saying. That's fine. Words. The sun is shining. Yes, the sun is shining. <laughs> I don't know the rest of that either. <laughs> Girl, ain't that the truth? Well, if you're new here, my name is John John. And I'm Mel Pity. And we're hashtag that podcast. Oh, I'm doing it. I, I didn't realize <laughs> you did, what you were. <laughs> so we've recently I'm... discovered <laughs> there is a slight delay. So all the things that El Pity and I have done for years in sync and on time. I, we were talking about this before the pod. We're like, are, have we just become incompetent or is there a delay? And and survey says, orders up, there's a delay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so oh forgive God. us. And we're like, how do we not say what, what? Or like, you know, our, our new segment, which we'll get into. Um, but it's funny. So there is a delay. So. Yeah, this is hashtag that podcast. Podcast. Hashtag. What up? Hey. That's I'm right. That's right. Now remember, you guys can keep the conversation going all over social media at hashtag that podcast. And of course, we are on Instagram, Twitter. We have our personal accounts, which you can learn more at hashtag that podcast.com. Yes, we have a mm-hmm. that's a tree that is linked, mama. <laughs> Link tree, and they go crazy. I the <laughs> DJ Khaled siren. Khaled. <laughs> DJ Skelly. <laughs> I, I remember those were some of the best times. I mean, can we? Can we? T- I mean, let's take it back. It's not Throwback Thursday yet, but it will be soon. Do 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 do. It's. Remember when you and I used to kick it? You actually broke out on that last part. So what was they? Uh, I forgot. It's fine. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> That's Sade. <laughs> that was a shout out from last episode. Of course, that was hilarious. I'll pity. Now, um, no, but it does take me back to like when you and I would sit in a 64 square foot uh, studio recording our first few episodes in like the dark with like a sea salt lamp and like, yeah, girl, we were cool. We were so cool. <laughs> <And> <laughs> there were so many fun things in there, too. I mean, you still have fun things behind you. I mean, there's one that I saw in a video this weekend. That's exactly right. Oh my god, thanks girl for the shout out. <laughs> Orders that- up, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I um so you guys can't see it, but I will describe it audibly to you. Um I have a replica Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award, which I uh, bought for one of my YouTube videos, which was as Al Petty said, that just posted on Saturday. What's funny about that though is like like people were actually congratulating me like I had won a Kids Choice Award. <laughs> 
love it. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, I win, I but choice. I didn't. No, and let me make <laughs> let me set the record straight. You can find out on my YouTube channel, which you can find at joshlanda.com. <laughs> it is, uh, you know what? No, just go watch. <laughs> yeah, Please go, go watch. watch it, y'all. <laughs> well, folks, that brings us into our brand new segment, which you know and love. It's, of course, <laughs> shouts. <laughs> uh, Literally well, just I forgot how we, like, did everything. <laughs> so much so that I forgot to say the word shout. <laughs> that's okay. Um, the, your microphone cut out when you said it anyway, so let's say it one more time. <laughs> shouts. <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, so this is the segment Shouts. It was formerly called Shoutouts. But um, El Pity, who are your shouts for today? Today, my shout is... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> how about your shouts today? Uh, my shout today is... Ah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was... <laughs> shouts. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, calm down. It was really not that funny. Thank you very much. Um, we'll be here this entire podcast. Thank you. This literally, this entire hashtag that podcast. Um, El Pity, last week we talked about our, uh, we went, we really went back, speaking of kind of throwing it back, we went back to one of our oldest and greatest topics. That's, of course, <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> oh, oh, my word. So, yeah, we talked all about um, season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and LPD, wasn't it so much fun to just get caught up on? I mean, it was a big episode, long episode, but wasn't it so lovely mm -hmm. to get caught up on the on the RuPaul? It was. It was so nice. And I'm like, really still, I'd have a pit in my heart. I guess uh, there's a uh -huh. hole and it's a pit uh -huh. and it is missing um, watching different countries of RuPaul's Drag Race. So UK, well, um, Thailand, I watched one season. No, I don't remember. <laughs> maybe we, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I definitely won. I remember we did do that one. And then now they have that uh, RuPaul's Drag Race down under. Down under. Yes. Down under. That's that's Australia. <laughs> Australia. We're Australia. Smart Nope. Shrimp on the barbie, yeah. <laughs> Home of Steve Irwin, I'm pretty sure. And Bendy Irwin, who, who's married now. It's not funny. I follow all of the Irwins. <laughs> 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 who are we? But you know what? It's because we grew up with Steve Irwin, and so we like have this weird love for him and his wife. Yes. What is her name? I forget uh, her name. Nope, but, I, but I but I follow her too, Marwin Merwin. I don't know. Um, and then yeah, his daughter is Bindi, and they also have a son. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they just yeah, Bindi just had a baby. Why do we know this? But but nonetheless, um, uh, Terry's mom, Terry, Terry Owen. Terry Owen, and then um, son is Robert Clarence Urban. Yes, and he's he's yeah, um, very attractive family, very nice Australian family who own a zoo. Yes, and they're just <laughs> great people. <laughs> I hope. Irwin family. <laughs> we the best Irwin family. <laughs> Irwin family. 
<laughs> now, um, speaking of not the Irwins at all, but the topic we were just talking about, um, RuPaul's Drag Race, we did ask you all. No, let me let me let me segue this. Ready? I got this. Speaking okay. of people we follow on Twitter, a poll that yeah. we recently asked on Twitter was actually this. <laughs> the question was posed in the last episode of Hashtag That Podcast with Elpidi and John John. Do you believe in spirituality or something bigger than you? Now, Elpidi, before we get into the poll questions, let me ask you, do you believe in spirituality or something bigger than you? Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, I am the type of person that is like, the universe is huge. I don't know if you guys know this, but it's like kind of big. Um, it's so like real. Really, really big. So, to think that we're the only life forms in the universe, like, come on, girl. I'm, <laughs> I'm really with one? you. So, is this what, for real? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How does no, you're right about it. Spirituality? Um, since I believe in that, I believe in, like, what else can happen? There's There has to be different possibilities. Like, it's not just that simple. Like, oh, no, it just don't happen. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, and it's easy to get caught up, like, this is, like, what we are meant to be in these, like, human meat suits, and, like, I do believe we are bigger than, you know, El Pity and John John. I think it's it, it's a much more spiritual journey. I certainly believe in something bigger than me. Girl, I, I get, I think J.C. Penny is huge, so, like, the universe is, like, way bigger than that, you know? It's kind so of, like, like, at least five J.C. Pennies. At mm -hmm. minimum, minimum. Yeah. Minimum. All stacked minimum. together. Yeah, yep. and on top of one another. Memonymous. Exactly. Time's No, but it is. It's, it's insane. So I do. I believe that there is um, something out there. It's interesting because there are people who I have that are very close to me um, in my life that don't necessarily believe it. Um, but our poll, actually, um, we had a, uh, a group of people vote, and 89% voted, yes, of course, I believe in something bigger than me. And 11%, which was actually kind of shocking, said, def not. So that they don't believe in something higher than them. And I think that's a really interesting thing because we have to remember, although it feels like everyone does believe in something bigger, there is a population that, you know, is agnostic or atheist who don't necessarily believe in something larger than than them. And I don't mean that as like a <laughs> Sade. It's true, right? It's your belief in, what, in how you yeah. operate in life. I know for me, um, as far as like religion stuff, I... Um... I was baptized Catholic, but I don't really practice anymore. So I'm the type of per person that knows that, hey, I know God's up there and he takes care of me. And that's the relationship I have with him. I don't need to be a part of religion to do that. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, right? Do I think it. there's a way to communicate with people. Yeah, there, that is that is spiritual. That doesn't necessarily, this is going to sound really corny, but it always doesn't always take a phone call, right? Like, you know, when you're connected to someone, same thing with prayer, right? doesn't always take you kneeling down and putting your hands together for a prayer to occur. There's things like we've talked about and we'll get into, like the law of attraction and bringing things into your existence, which really, if you think about it, the core is a prayer, right? You are putting out your desires and it comes back to you. So Sorry, I just realized, I like looked over and when we were talking about law of attraction, I was thinking manifestation. And I looked over, here's my book for manifestation. So uh, maybe we peek in that. Maybe it's not. It's interesting. It's not My, that interesting. The, <laughs> no, that no, that is, and actually, I, it, I have something very similar to to you. Um, I have a man that I'll be festing later. Oh! <laughs> <I> <laughs> bow, 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 bow. 
Um, no, but but really, I do believe, I mean, we've talked about this, this manifesting thing. I think it's, like I said, you, you put out, it's karmic, it's prayer, it's you put out what you want, and oftentimes it comes back. And if you think about prayer, that's what you do, right? You you ask yeah. God for guidance, you ask guide for God for whatever it may be, and that's what you're anticipating. Guide for God, for. God for guide. Guide for, guide for guide. I believe in guide. <laughs> <laughs> so... But we're right. actually, and the reason we posed that question was because we actually have a very special guest, um, a very good friend of ours. Um, but actually, it was first El Pity's friend who then introduced me to her, and now she's of course my friend, and now we are all friends. And we've actually invited her onto the podcast to speak about to have my club. Sorry, to have my club. <laughs> well, well, quite the opposite, really, um, because it's all about self love and wellness. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, but I do like the idea of a fight club. I think that should be the next episode. It just felt <laughs> just right so... at the moment, and I know Jessica would have agreed. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. Um, wait, is there something that I don't know about you two? Do you, do you, are you guys, well? Actually, if you guys were in a fight club, the number one rule of fight club is you can't talk about fight club. So I wouldn't even know. Yeah, can't tell you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> order is up. Ah. <laughs> but but enough of the teasing. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be back with the one, the only, Miss Jessica Jones. Miss Jessica Jones. <laughs> we'll be back after this message. <laughs> Jess Jones of Self Love Wellness is a Black spiritual mentor and entrepreneur. Jess is a Reiki expert, an energy worker, a breathwork facilitator, a career guide, and helps people by guiding them into unlocking their own magic to live a life of freedom and expression. Follow Jess on Instagram at Jessica Marion Jones and schedule an appointment with her at Jessica Marion Jones Scheduling Me. Miss L. Pity, you sounded amazing on that commercial. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I like it took a minute. Like not literally, like it, it took like a <laughs> A minute, like it took about thirty oh. minutes to <laughs> knock out real quick. Because <laughs> I kept how many eyes up. in minute? What? <laughs> how many eyes? How many eyes did you have in minute? Like a minute. How many eyes up in there? Nine. Nine. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Which is also German for no. But speaking the opposite of no, we're speaking about yes. And of course, that rhymes with Jess. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an amazing guest with us today. You guys just heard an awesome commercial recorded by our very own El Pity. Um, but we have a wonderful guest named Jess Jones. Now, she's a great friend of ours, as we mentioned prior to commercial. Um, but we're actually bringing her on board here today to talk all about her Reiki, her energy, her breathwork facilitation, and ultimately her career jump, which we're going to get into very, very shortly. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, please welcome to that podcast, Miss Jess Jones. Yay! Welcome, Jess. Hi, I'm so excited. Jess, we are thrilled to have you. This is so awesome. You're one of our very few guests. Um, before the, before we started recording, we actually talked about some of the other guests we've had, which was um, El Pity's brother Floyd from The Amazing Race. Yep. Yes. And. <laughs> and um, of course, some other great friends we've had over the over the years. But we're thrilled to have you. And and girl, there is so much to get into. But if you could, for the um, the audience, you know, there was a little bit of a commercial. Uh, um, we just talked a little bit about you. But talk to the audience about what it is that you do today. Who? Yeah. So 
there's a few things that I'm doing. And it's super interesting that you asked that because coming out of corporate, I thought this like entrepreneurial life was going to be so linear and it definitely wasn't. So it's pretty multifaceted right now. I'm doing some Reiki. I'm doing some energy. I'm doing some breath work. Um, I'm also helping people who want to quit their nine to fives, figure out how they can start their own business. So there's a lot of things. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to see my path right now, how I can put like all these modalities together. No, that's really interesting that you say that. I do have a question, though. You mentioned Reiki. Um, is business slow outside of the fall months when you're unable to Reiki? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was, a, that was a terrible Reiki joke, people. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> for, those oh, of, I love it. <laughs> for those of us unfamiliar with the, uh, with the practice of Reiki, um, can, can you walk us through what, what, the spirit, what, what the study of that is? Like, what is Reiki? Yeah, so Reiki is a Japanese uh, modality, and it's really to help move energy to like the center points of your chakras. So you have like hundreds of chakras, but there's seven main ones. And pretty much I am used as a conduit for energy. And I send energy from myself through my to my patient to help with like different energy centers. So for instance, there could be energy centers that are related to like your mental and your physical um, things that you're going through. So if someone is having like stomach pain, that might be related to like their sacral or their solar plexus. So they're having a little bit of like self-confidence issues going on. So I just really sit there with them and send energy to them so that it kind of, you know, opens up a little bit. So opens up, not not necessarily healing as they're doing the healing on their own. Are you working as kind of a healer as well? Yeah. So I have mixed feelings about the word healer. People would classify me as a healer, but really I'm just guiding people to heal themselves and just holding the space for people to, you know, vent, to get certain things out to be with themselves, to be without distraction. So really it's like we're both working together to focus on one person. Nice. Now I, I wonder, I, it, it gets me thinking, which was, which was the silence, because it's just fascinating to me. It, I try to ensure that I'm able to shield, for the lack of better words, emotions that might not be positive for my in, my internals, for the lack of better words. How do you, you know, keep that separated? How do you not take on other people's energy as your own when you're being so close and intimate with that energy? Yeah, so that's actually something I'm working on right now, because as an empath, it's difficult. And it's really difficult yeah. because some people, especially during 2020, during the election year, during COVID, you know, people are having a hard time adjusting back to whatever this normal is. So they will weigh a lot on me. So sometimes I have to hold my integrity and say, hey, you know, I think that you should maybe also see a therapist. You know, I can't um, necessarily like do the things that you're wanting to in the session. But yeah, it is hard to shield. And so I, before every session, have to get ready at least an hour before and then like an hour after to just release and dance off and just shake off 
all of the stuff that happened. But sometimes, you know, I can only do what I can do. And it, <laughs> it <laughs> like, comes in me sometimes. You're human. We, we were kind of talking yeah. about that, right? Like, you're a human being. Of course you're going to feel. And we appreciate the honesty, right? Because, you know, there's other people. It does not affect me. I'm a healer. It's like, yeah, that may be true for some. But, but I do believe, as empaths here and a lot of people listening, that you take on a lot of that energy. And if you're a human with those emp empathetic feelings, you know, oh, it's just, yes, it, it just hits you to your core. It just, you truly feel the shakiness of the world, as corny as that sounds. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I want to help everybody or guide everybody. And sometimes I have to take a step back and just say, okay, you know, I've done what I can do. Um, but yeah, it is hard because at the beginning of my journey, it was like I was taking clients and clients and clients. And then I wasn't necessarily taking care of myself. And then I got burnt out. I was like, anxiety was coming back. Certain ailments were coming back that I felt like weren't necessarily mine that I had, you know, kind of picked up from clients. So I had to take a step back for a second there. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> I want to know, like, do you have a favorite story, a favorite thing that just sticks in your heart that you've experienced with someone? Mm. With Reiki? Mm. I think with anything that you've done. Yeah, so not so much a story, but I have worked with a few individuals who, so, you know, everything's virtual right now. Mm -hmm. And I use crystals in placement of the chakras so that there's, you know, like a bridge between, you know, the client and I, so I'm not doing it on myself. And, you know, I got over her heart and I just started like crying and tears started coming down my face and I could feel like tingling all the way up my left arm, um, which is typically, you know, some feminine stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was a few other points that I felt as well. But then after we're done, I talked to the clients and I'm like, you know, do you want to share what's going on? I can share what happened too. And she was like, yeah, you got over my heart and like I just started crying and I could feel heat on my left side. And so it's just certain things like that where it's like I always know that this is real and things like that. But there's just stuff that like surprises me where it's like, oh, yeah, like I'm really like we're really doing this together in a space. And so then she, you know, she had talked to me about losing her mom and then we went through a different a couple different sensations as well. And it's like, whoa, like I could get a tingling in my foot and then so could the client and so it's like how does that happen over space you know like we're virtual it's just crazy That's crazy I love it I love it so much further proof oh. yeah further proof we're connected and interconnected and when you have that like we mentioned being an empath it's you you feel those energies it's really spectacular what you do it's you know um and you actually made the plunge before we go too deep into where you are now. You know, I was speaking to you about this before we jumped on. Your story is really inspiring to me because you really took the plunge out of corporate. And you said, you know what, I'm going to be true and do what my heart desires, which is this, this, this path of guidance and this path of healing, for the lack of better words. 
shows. So can you talk a little bit about your journey? How long did it take you to jump? What made you jump? Um, and how are you doing now, right? I mean, what was, you know, because I think a lot of people are inspired by this. A lot of people who are listening are either side entrepreneurs or hustlers that want to take the plunge or want to follow their dreams. And I think you're a perfect depiction of that, you know? So let's let's kind of walk through what, what, what was that journey like for you? And, and what was the inspi- inspo? Yes. Well, thank you for that reflection, by the way. I appreciate that. And yeah, it's been a long journey. It's been probably about a five-year journey. It started with a lot of death in my life and death early on. And so, you know, being around older people, especially like seniors, because I had three sets of grandparents, they all had things that they regretted in life. And so it's interesting to see that as like, you know, a 17-year-old to a 20-year-old looking at these elders regretting their lives. And once most of the people in my life that I grew up with passed away, it was like I didn't have people telling me what I should do anymore, and I didn't realize how much I was following what my parents wanted me to do. So it's like I went to criminal justice in college because my grandpa wanted me to be in the FBI. You know, I got this really high-paying insurance job because I was told I had to. And so... After those people are gone, I had this moment of looking at my life and looking at, okay, well, how am I not happy? You know, I have like this six-figure job. I did all the things. I got my degree. And so, yeah, I had this journal and it was like talking about all the things that made you happy and what didn't make you happy. And the only thing I could think of was my job. But it was like, I told myself I was going to quit my job three years ago. And finally, one day it just like hit. So there was no like major event. Nothing blew up like I thought it was going to be. But, um, you know, traffic I... wasn't just like really bad one day. <laughs> no, <laughs> You're like, that is it. I am not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just like this one day. But over the journey, there's been so many, you know, mentors, elders, classes, spiritual experiences that I had to go through to finally get to a point of being done with it. So, you know, it wasn't just like one day I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's like, I had to work through my money wounds. I had to work through feeling like, how am I going to make money? And then I get into this entrepreneurial life and I love it. But then on the opposite side, it's like, it's kind of hard to be everything It's hard to be like your IT person, to be your own boss, because there's some days where I'm just like, "Mm, I don't feel like doing this. I'm going to wake up at noon. Like, so the whole discipline thing, it's like the wildest spiritual journey anyone will ever go on is entrepreneurship. No doubt. And and you have to kind of calibrate what you said in that you're going after this very spiritual rooted profession but you have to have like the real world schedule of being an entrepreneur so that it becomes a business, right? You can't just be barefoot walking in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I kind of went into it like that. Like, oh, people on uh, social media make it look so easy. And it's like, yeah, but you're not seeing behind the scenes to what got them there. No you doubt. Know, like, a lot of work, a lot of planning, a lot of fees <laughs> go into yeah. it. So a lot of money and confidence. So before, like there would be no way I would be on a podcast like a few years ago. I was so shy. Like I 
didn't even want to talk to people. So even that going into my business, it's been an interesting journey of like marketing myself and figuring out who I want to be because corporate tells you you have to be someone a certain way. And then it's like, how do I be myself in my business while still, you know, getting the clients that I want to get? Yeah. I love that. You know, speaking of LPD, I'll let you get some questions in too, but I told you, I'm so excited about this guest. Um, Yes. You you let loose and you do things that I like, again, inspire me so tremendously, like turning on your camera and dancing your energies out on Instagram. Right. And I just I'm so inspired by that, because even as as kooky and and even spiritual as I feel like I am, I don't feel like even I would put myself out there to say I'm going to hit record and feel the music dance and post that shit. Let the world see my love. So speak about that. What is that um, journey for you? That journey is a dance of expansion and contraction every time. You know, it's like part of me, I'm always that person who's like, okay, how can I get more vulnerable? Like I love being vulnerable, which sometimes it's like I can get comfortable there or sometimes I share too much, but um, it is a journey. And there's so many times where I'll post stuff and then I'll go back and delete it. And then I'm like, no, Jess, don't delete it, put it back. And so it's like this dance. And I just made a video the other day about being on my first podcast and it taking like three hours for me just to listen to it. So it's like, you know, sometimes there's shame in some of the stuff that I post, but then it's like information for me to sit with it and be like, okay, who am I doing this for? Why do I care if someone doesn't receive it well? Why am I you know, contracting now. And so each one of those is also my own spiritual journey because, you know, I got to look at that shit and be like, why do you care? (laughs) You know, we all care a little bit and we kind of have to, but yeah. Awesome. Uh, (laughs) I had a question. I just forgot it. Dang it. Um, I do want to know, going back, because it is important that you are a, you're an entrepreneur, you're your own boss, you know, you're doing your own thing. Do you have any advice to people that are looking to take that next step and take that risk? What do you tell them? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm actually working on a program right now for the people that like are thinking about it, but just don't know if it's right for them. So I would tell them the top thing is to get a mentor, someone who you really vibe with and someone who can tell you the ins and outs because it's like you can look at something one way or take a master class, but having a mentor and someone to say, yeah, I, I felt that too. Or I still go through those days um, because they will also help you figure out what you want to do and not what you feel like you should do. And so that's where I'm you know, at right now where there's still some parts that I'm pulling in from corporate of like, oh, I'm good at this, so I should do it. But then I don't really have that fiery feeling to do it. And so my mentors like really help me get me back on track. So I would tell them that. And like, if they are in a service job or a nine to five job now to pick one thing that they like and just kind of like play with it in their free time to see how they can monetize off of that before you know, taking the jump because I took the jump and also 
there's a little bit of privilege in, you know, our living situation and I'm married. And so I, I get that it's hard sometimes for people who are like single, who, you know, their job is their bills. So starting early and trying to figure out how to make money and like passive money is gold. That's my current goal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we just talked about that a couple episodes. You're right. It's yeah. Dip that tea because because being in a financial place, as much as the spiritual thing is an amazing piece, and we all agree with that, you do have to be in a financial place to live, which is why we all succumb usually to a corporate job or or work that creates a stream of income. Right. That's totally normal. Um, and so we're certainly not saying that that's not a, a route for people. But but what we're saying is plan for it. Right. There's a way to be an entrepreneur by planning ahead, making sure that there's security, um, because ultimately you're going to be much happier with less pressure financially starting as an entrepreneur. Right. And, yeah. But it's going to be going to be pressure. That's for sure. You, it's 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 ride or die, really. You know? Yeah. And sometimes like that pressure is kind of nice because I, you know, I'd been thinking about this for a few years. So we had a, a cushy savings which sometimes too much kush kind of makes things a little bit slower. And Very so relatable. Now, too much kush makes things slower. Orders up. It's like, oh, I can chill. And so having, you know, needing that little bit of like grit and grind and hustle that's like coming up on you is very helpful sometimes too. Because too much kush, you'll be like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> you know, that should be a t-shirt, yeah, Miss Girl. Too much kush, and I'll yes. do that tomorrow. And it's the truth. <laughs> yes, I'm going to write that down. Tomorrow, oh, man. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, quick, I, I, I'm fascinated. Sorry, I have to interrupt just because I just remember this. What do you call this? Do you remember this from high school? A water bottle? Well, not like <laughs> what, the, what type of water bottle? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and what is this? No. <laughs> is it, you know what? Never mind. It starts with an N and ends with a <laughs> and gin or gin. <laughs> no, so it's a Nalgene bottle, but it's funny. Yeah. A lot of people like. I feel like people in the burbs of Colorado know what a Nalgene is, but so many people in the world have no idea. We referenced it, and people were like, what is that? Yeah, see, uh, I clearly had no idea. I was like, uh, a water bottle? <laughs> well, she, she was also in the suburbs, too. <laughs> she was in, like, the higher <laughs> suburbs. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, so do, does everyone know that we're, like, sisters? Or Yeah. We're sisters. Yeah, they do know. Brother. All three of us are sisters. They do know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm kidding. So <laughs> no, we really are, though. <laughs> yes. So we um, no met um, during one of our summer jobs. Let's just say that. Well, it wasn't really summer. It was throughout the whole year. What am I talking about? <laughs> but we met in the summer. So, um, and we became instant best friends. Um, what else did we do? We, we hung out. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty much the same person. So uh, when she got married, I was in the wedding. Uh, yeah, so I mean, duh. And then I met <laughs> Do- John. John, and I was like, oh yeah. Now I see why <laughs> y'all are so cool. It's just, it's so nice when you can meet people and you can just be like your authentic self, like off the jump. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the key. Yeah, and I, and I agree. You two have amazing energy. I saw it the second I met both, but when you guys both were in person, when I first met you, Jess, I was like, oh, I get this. I absolutely get this. <laughs> you guys are two peas in a pod. Um, and it is, it's true. Now, do you feel, you know, not to get into like this weird, like spirituality, do you believe that you guys may have been in some, uh, had a relationship in a former life of sorts? Do you believe in former lives, afterlives? Walk me through that. I mean, I don't see why after, before and afterlives, don't reincarnation accept it into your heart. <laughs> so um, I, maybe I don't know. Maybe we did. Maybe we were sisters in past lives. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll go. We'll see. My time machine. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. Go. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not sure time works like that. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> 10 yeah. years ago was very traumatic for me. We'll see. We'll see if it is. No, no, it is. It was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think that we were in a past life together, but I've also done quite a few past life regressions where I've gone. <gasps> like, okay. Can, I must ask you, have you ever been in a nunnery in your past life? No, not that I've seen. Not that I have seen. I have been um, (laughs) like a witch. Ooh. Oh, that's crazy. That's what I'm, that's why I'm living in this life. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did see that. It's super interesting because you go in like this two hour hypnosis and you know, the, the person who's like doing, it's just like asking you these questions. So there was one time I came out of it and my husband, Hassan, he was like, who is this? Like I got in the car and I look like a totally different person. And he was freaked out for a second because I hadn't like come out of it all the way. But um, so I totally believe in past life regressions. And the way that me and Lore, or El Pity met, it's like the connection was so quick. <laughs> that I'm like, there had to be a reason. I feel like all of us signed up to be friends and like in this moment right now. Like before we were born, we were like, this is this is how it's going to be. This and is like, our path. Yeah. Because you can tell yeah. when you meet somebody and it's like, oh, this is going to be more like a family relationship. Yeah. Yep. And, you, and you know when you have met someone before. We've all said it. Like, I feel like I've known you for years. It's like. Maybe we fucking have. Right? <laughs> we just didn't right? know it, right? I, I'm uh, fascinated by the happen. That happened to me and Jennifer, who was actually on our podcast before. So we knew the same people, but we didn't like know each other until we started working together at our last job. Um, and like we figured it out when I was helping with a volunteer event. And she's like, yeah, that's my cousin. I'm like, wait, I know him. And then we realized, oh, yeah, we've probably been like passing by each other through like church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all this time mm-hmm. so and so yeah 10 years later now we we went to vegas and <laughs> twice so we go let's go vegas yay yes. I'm, that's I'm actually what this again. podcast is we're we're all on our way to the airport to las vegas yes um yes. <laughs> i'm driving <laughs> no. to my time machine <laughs> wait so uh is this one of those well we'll see if we make it to vegas <laughs> yeah five years oh, now, no, I meant well, now. well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the future we can plan. This is a thing, <laughs> right? 
I do vote a Vegas trip. I think that would be wonderful. Um, anyone listening, just send us a DM. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, L. Pity has been getting plenty of DMs um, on these dating apps. Uh, you mean Twitter? Yeah, because it was or, Twitter. Oh, those are all Twitter direct messages? Those are very intimate for Twitter. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, I took it like directly from my DMs on my phone. Wow. I was like, hell is this? No, and <laughs> there's like a there? grip. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, the first time I think I saw five in the screenshot. The second screenshot I saw, I think, was at least three. Then the other screenshot, like, like it's it's wild and it's all new people. Yeah. Talking about, hey, hey, sugar baby. I'll check live right now and see. Even though I literally just changed my bio to be like, I don't want to be friends with you, sugar daddy. Just leave me alone. So Yeah, it's interesting. I've been getting uh, hit up with a lot of those on Instagram. <laughs> you want some money? What? <laughs> what? Are, you, um, are you girls using a specific hashtag that I should start using? Uh, <laughs> sugar daddies, and then you're good. Apparently. Right. Oh, okay. If you do like hashtag Sunday vibes, do you get do you get this You're reaction? Right. Actually, if you go into a dark bathroom with all the lights off and say sugar daddy, sugar daddy, sugar daddy, like three times, <laughs> one knocks on your door and it's like, are you okay? Need anything? <laughs> yep. That's a sugar daddy. I'm like, hmm, should I message him back? And Hassan's like, no. <laughs> 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 yeah, he hears you in the bathroom. Sugar daddy, sugar daddy, sugar daddy. <laughs> yes, I said no. I want to make funny. money, okay? It's for both of us. Now, <laughs> now I, I am, I got to tell you, I am fascinated by the, the spiritual aspect of all your work. And especially when you feel emotions on a deep level. Like just talking in general, do you feel auras? Do you see auras? When you see like El Pity and I, do you see colors? Walk us through kind of this the energy that you may see right now, even through um, this video app that I'm not going to plug because they're not paying us. Nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the seeing part is interesting. That's actually a muscle that I'm working on developing more. So mine is more like a feel. So I just started getting into auras and doing like these aura exercises where, um, you know, you can stare at like a wall or a person or an object and kind of eventually start like seeing colors. So I've been doing that. So I can see auras if I focus in, but mainly it's like a sense of feeling. So, you know, when you like walk into a room and you can kind of get the vibes, like you can kind of like look around at people and be like, okay, you know, this person Seems like they might have a bad day. This person seems like they're going to be friendly to talk to. It's more like that. But what's interesting is I've been getting a little bit anxiety on the highway because I can like feel the energies of people around me on the highway. Oh, and so going like super quick and feeling that and feeling like, okay, there's like some aggressive, aggressive drivers or, you know, there's some drivers who are like not paying attention. That is like sensory overload for me. I think it's like the speediness of the highway. But um yeah, so to answer your question, it's more of like a feeling. And even in like objects, which is interesting. It's like some objects I can just like feel have more energy if I touch them. 
than others. Or you'll be like, hmm, like this isn't, you know, giving me like the good feels, if that makes sense. Yeah. The, just a general feeling. And, and so what's it like as you come into our little chat here today, what's your feeling or aura reading feeling uh, on this? And we might be opening ourselves up for a lot here. I know. I know. Talk to us. What, what, what do you what do you feel when you when you come in here? What, what feelings arise for you? Ooh, the first feeling is like safety. You know, you know, Ooh. seeing both of y'all and you both do a really good job at holding a container and, you know, like lifting people up and making them feel safe. So it's like, typically, if I'm going into some something and I don't know what it is, I'll be like a little nervous of like, okay, how can I be? How am I going to be received? And literally, there was like no anxiety coming in here today. Um, <laughs> but I am also getting a feeling of like, rest, like we all need to like take a step back and rest, you know, like just kind of like tuning, (laughs) tuning into that is like really doing some self care. That is interesting. You know, um, El Pity and I were talking (laughs) about that before you joined us is this kind of where we're at from a, I'll call it a tiredness standpoint. Um, yeah. I wouldn't even say like a physical tired, right? It's this, it's this emotional, spiritual tiredness. And that's really fascinating just that you just hit on it. I think El Pity and I were both like, I'll say what? Uh, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, hold yes, up. absolutely. You are safe, girl. But we're tired. <laughs> yes. Well, so and both, tired. Of you, both of you do so much. You know, you have like your jobs and then you have, you know, like this podcast and you're both in like different types of, like organizations and doing stuff. And so, you know, I just commend you for juggling all of that and here to remind you to take a break. <laughs> that, is, that is tea, you know, and, and I think that's a great message for people listening. Um, say it one more time for the people in the back. Take, just take a break, take a damn break, like take a nap, you know, go get some ice cream, walk outside, just like step away from the day to day, because it's just getting too routine, you know, especially after 2020. And most of us are still in our four walls. So it's just like, our brain is like, "Woo, we need something different. Yes, 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 we do. (laughs) Um, Jess, I, I I implore you to create a tank top for the summer that says take a break. Um, And I know El Pity and I will be your first two customers, (laughs) but it's so true. I think such a, we'll buy five girl. Yeah. Monday through Friday. (laughs) I am. I wrote that down and then I wrote down too much Kush. I'll do that tomorrow. So we're starting a whole line on this podcast right now. (laughs) A whole clothing line. That's right. <laughs> no, we, we are so here for it. And of course we want to support you. Now, um Alpidia, do you have do you do you want to jump in here with some question? Um, I wanted to ask about tarot. I know we talked about this a little bit um towards the end, but um no, yeah, I want tarot stuff. I want to kind of for all of us to talk about any tarot experiences that we had. And I'm actually going to start with one because it was with Jess here. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I, uh, to this day, I'm just like, I think she predicted that there was a pandemic coming. So, uh, so we were sitting on my balcony. Um, we were just um, practicing tarot. So um, I just got done with hers and then she did mine. And I asked, and this Hey, was 2019, my... right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, LPD, I have to ask the question. Jess, do you feel like you predicted the pandemic? I don't. And I don't, I don't wanna, feel like I predicted I don't want to say like pandemic. that level, but like, okay. Yeah, yeah. but like a shift. And and only reason yep. for a shift is because I had taken some astrology classes and there was some stuff in the stars for 2020 and it was showing a wild ride. But I don't think any of us could have predicted how big the pandemic was, but yeah. But, but yeah. you felt, sorry, yeah, but you you had this intuition that El Pity is speaking to that something huge was happening, like the pandemic. So El Pity, yeah, is right. You predicted it without predicting it, for lack of better words. Yeah. <laughs> so, you did, because like... It's crazy, because the beginning of the year started off with wildfires in Australia. Mm-hmm. Does anybody remember on. that? <laughs> Does anyone down remember on. that? Down on That's you. right. No, I got to tell you, that actually, you know, not to get like really like heartfelt, and that like really, I'm not even joking about this. When the, When the Australian fires were happening, and like... I saw little baby koala struggling. Oh, mama, I can't do that. No, ma'am. Yep. It just no. it just crushes my heart. Because, you know, I, I feel like... like let's if, get on uh, a plane. I don't yeah. care about the spiders. I got to go save the koalas right now. <laughs> That's right. I love koalas. Anyway, I digress. The Australian fire is pity. Yes. Um, anyways, uh, that was pretty much it by tarot reading. But um, I asked her, hey, what is my small business going to look like? Am I going to start it in 2020? Pretty much she said no, but that's totally fine <laughs> because I know why now. Um, my 2020 was crazy. So to say the least, I mean, everybody's was, but mine was a little unique, let's say. <laughs> it was super unique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and we talked about it. You had a lot of like amazing things happen in a shitstorm. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and it, <laughs> yeah. And I got to ask you. So like when, when you hear things like I'm not going to start a business in this year, isn't it like you're probably crushed or kind of hurt hearing it right then. But now in hindsight, yeah. it's almost more, you're like, Oh, thank God I didn't, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I uh, felt like, Oh, okay. Well I can wait another year. And I'm like, wonder what's going to happen. And yeah, absolutely glad I didn't <laughs> like immediately once lockdown happened. I was like, ha, ha, yep, sitting on my butt. Nope, <laughs> we're good. So <laughs> it like it's cool now to look back and be like, oh, you did see that shift coming. So I tarot just anytime I like do tarot, just it's just like, yay, yeah, that's exactly what's going through what I'm going through right now. Oh my gosh. And then I didn't realize YouTube had tarot readings. Yes, cool. I, yes, so John John told me about this last night. He's like, you gotta go check this out. So I pulled up one, and like, I looked, of course I looked at the thumbnails, and I was gonna click on one, and I was attracted to the other one, because she had pretty nails, and... She ooh, did. Yes. Ooh, oh, I oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I know who it is, because she always has, like, the green nails, like... Yes, and then, like, they match her shirt, so, like, the whole time I'm like... Watching her like shuffle the cards with her pretty nails, and I'm like, I wish my nails look like that, but right now they look like strawberries. So, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, um, no, I'm numb, but um, yeah, even last night it was totally wild. And then I like went and because I like to compare sometimes, that's just ingrained in my brain due to my degree in mass communications like get three sources to know that it is correct um so i compared another one and it was just like the same thing and i'm like this is crazy like it just aligned together so 
Yeah. Totally a believer. And yes. The universe is like, how many times can I give you this message? Whether it's like through tarot, through like stubbing your toe, through like yeah. <laughs> just like random stuff. It comes through. But I get that because sometimes I'm yeah. like, ah, I don't like what this reading is telling me to do. I'm going to go listen to another one. And then it'll be like similar messages. And I'm, and like, I'm I didn't, like, I didn't. Oh, I was drawn to this one for a whole different reason, and that's not what came up at all. It was the current one I should be like focused on. So, yeah. So I'm waiting right now for her to send out another one, or I, I'll watch another one this evening once I'm writing in my manifestation book right here. So, yeah, because I didn't do it this morning. Whoops. Yes, <laughs> we. Which we will. We will go have to get into that now. But for those yes. of you not familiar, now tarot card readings. Now they're a form of basically reading people's insight or gaining insight in their past, present, or future. Um, and people typically do this practice with with cards, right? Um, so that's kind of what we're talking about. But yeah, so we've all had readings. I think. Um, Jess, do you want to speak about one of your experiences? Ooh, there's been so many. There's been so many, and. Uh, I think when I first got into tarot, I was taking it a little too seriously. You know, like I was going to readers to find out some deep shit that I, I really had to work through on my own. And so um, now I'm a little bit more like particular with the readers that I go to as well to make sure that they're not like projecting on to me or whatever. But, um, yeah, anytime I go to, like, my readers or do one on my own, it's, like, just that little bit of guidance for me of, like, you know, what to do. And even going to tarot readers before I quit my job, they would say things like, there's a lot of stress going on in your career. Like, you're not happy, you know. And it's, like, you know these things, but then to have someone reflect it back to you is just, like, it's wild. It's about, and it's like a lot of the times it's stuff that you just need to hear. And so sometimes I'll get tarot readings and they'll be like, you're going too fast. You're trying to do everything at once. You need to slow down. And it's like, yeah, I know. I just needed to hear it from you. <laughs> Thank slow you. down. But, you know, still finding that balance because we all have the will to kind of change our outcome as well. And before I think I was looking at tarot thinking it was like, um, looking into the future. Like I didn't have mm -hmm. a choice and now I'm realizing, okay, I have a choice, but like, if I don't listen now, the universe could come in and make me listen. And I don't know if I, if I don't know if we're going to agree if that happens. So I got to listen now. Yeah. yeah but what about you? Today. You've had ones too, John, John. I have. And I, and I got to tell you the, the, the time that I did one, it was a really interesting experience. I actually walked into a store that's in downtown Denver. Um, and, you know, I, I do consider myself a powerful presence, whatever that may mean or or how that's defined. And it was interesting. I just walked in through. I'm, I'm checking out um, some stones, um, which, we, which I really want to get into before this episode is over because I'm a big believer in the healing nature of stones. And I also want to talk about a controversial stone, but we'll get there. Um, and I was looking at some stones and there was this kind of this, uh, this screen and this older lady pokes her head out of the screen and is looking at me. I just think at first I'm like, what you looking at, bitch? Um, <laughs> but then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm spiritual today and I'm in a spirit store. So I, I imagine that my presence is doing something to her that she, 
and and it was and so took me a couple more loops around the store and I ended up walking over to her and I said now do you do you know do you do readings are you psychic and she goes I should do tarot and she said um I actually got out of my chair when you walked in because I felt your energy when you walked in the door and I was like holy moly guacamole so I, I was really I, I and I say that not in a uh a pompous way I truly was honored that someone so rooted in spirituality had felt my presence so I wanted to do the honor of also giving that individual the opportunity to to read so that that's what it was and it was a lot of stuff that was very spot on um and, and what i find is interesting and you hit on this earlier is i think a lot of healing occurs with the openness of the receiver because they people are conduits and guides to our path to healing and i believe that they cannot heal me the the message that they're presenting to me is not anything but a conduit from the bigger picture for me to grow. And if I'm not willing to grow or listen, we're doomed. And I, but I think that's a big message that I want to hit on because it's very similar to when I received my life coaching certificate that, that you're really guiding people. I'm not solving any of your problems. I'm not, I'm not that good, <laughs> but I'm helping you and guiding you through solving it. And I believe that with spirituality. I believe that with guidance. I believe that with healing. So I agree with what you're saying. You're not a healer, but you are a healer because you're guiding people through that. And that's how tarot was for me. I thought tarot was really fascinating. And, and moreover, we've been watching a lot of these on YouTube. And I just, I find it interesting that it can be so spot on for such specific things for so many people which just proves to me that we are all so interconnected. And, you know, I, I know we joke and we have fun on this podcast, but I genuinely believe that. The people listening right now, there is a reason that these individuals are listening to us three right now. Mm -hmm. It's not us. It's something way bigger than us, which was one of the poll questions we had asked last week, which a lot of people do believe it's bigger than us. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. You're so uh, intuitive. Oh, my. John, John, like... <laughs> I I can understand that tarot reader feeling your energy because I could also feel your energy the time that we met and I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be a good time. Like you're just, you're so like genuine and pure and just, you're a good like reflector, you know? I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's very kind to say. Um, and like most human beings, I have a tough time hearing that. So thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> welcome we talked about that before the before we started y'all yep. have that that's part. right <laughs> no doubt <laughs> but, but yeah i think the tarot piece is fascinating now now we did kind of hit on it earlier and you 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 spoke about it when we first brought you on that this this healing energy and magic of stones yeah yeah and what's also interesting about the stones is it kind of relates to being the conduit because the stones, you know, they all have properties. I have tons of them in my house because I give them a certain meaning and I believe like in my heart that it's helping with something. So, you know, even public speaking, <laughs> I know, oh, I love that's, that. Oh, that's crazy. I so that. I, I have a, I have a heart carnelian sitting next to me. And I just thought that was fascinating that you'd, that was of so all weird shapes <laughs> to say, right. I'm like, what? So the, um, yeah. For those of you who are listening, I have a carnelian stone heart that I had pulled up and showed on video while Jess was talking because just how weird that again, this connection, how, why would that occur while you're saying verbatim what is in front of me? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. In and literal form. Anyway. 
That is so, see, it's like stuff like this where you said, you know, we're all connected. There's a reason. And even talking right now, you know, I'm, I'm holding stones and my amethysts and, um, you know, just like a few crystals to ground myself because there's just certain things that it helps me with. And so I have certain stones by like my bed and stones that I use during Reiki and, you know, I cleanse them and charge them with the moon and talk to them. And it's just interesting what connection you can get because, um, I mean, they carry so much energy. And so it's like when you really believe in it, I feel like it works. But like to other people, it's like this is just a rock. And so, you know, it's not going I to – I mean, it could be like decoration if people want it to be that as well. But it's like that sense of knowing um, – you know, and some of them, like, they have really high volts of energy in them, you know, because they come from Mother Earth. And so they're powerful. I love yes. them. I'm addicted. I'm and, and you spoke to the, and you spoke to that, like, not even seeing color, but the feeling, right? There's, there's different uh, heats and senses that these things make you feel. That is, that is uh, their composition. It's, it's not you're making it up. There's, there's literal connections you have with a stone that might make your hand feel hot right there's you are connected yeah and the colors of the stones too can also represent different you know energy points such as like the chakras you know so like your your orange stone there is more of like the sacral chakra and so like you can use it to heal yourself as well and to like put on certain parts of your body to help you with mental stuff that's going on, physical, like emotional. There's so much that you can like do to them. And, you know, some of it's like the placebo effect, I think. But I'm like, hey, it works. It works for me. If it works, yeah, it works. It, yeah, no different than if you are sitting, you know, like we talked about earlier, getting on your knees and putting your hands together, right? They're, they're, that works for <laughs> I some. I don't know that's where not, you're going with that. Good yeah, God. Right? Um, <laughs> We're talking about getting stoned, getting on our knees, um, all, all the things, <laughs> and praying, praying. But I do. I think that the stone thing. Now, now we're all we we we're all pretty in tune with social media. Now, and have you been hearing about this stone that's been going viral called moldavite? Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah, I, I tell me I more have... about that because I don't know what it is. <laughs> I know I've okay. seen pictures because of you and Elise. <laughs> so. It is wild, and it is causing the price of it to skyrocket because Moldavite is already, like, expensive. And, you know, it's for, like, prosperity and to have emotions and stuff come up. But also, I'm like, I still feel like it gives you the meaning that you give it. So, for me, I'm like, I could give any of my stones that meaning, and it work for me. But some of these trends, and I'm having a really hard time with the Instagram and TikTok spirituality because people are using it more as like a, not like a popularity thing, but like it's cool. And it's like, you know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. Now there, so, so you had mentioned, yeah, it's absolutely going viral. I have noticed, and I'll speak to it in a second as to why I know so specifically, that the price has skyrocketed. <laughs> um, 
But what it is, just so everyone who aren't familiar with the stones, I just pulled up a quick definition. Um, and multiple is a tektite and a stone, intense frequency and high, very high vibration. As Jess said, it's all about prosperity and healing um, to bring that to play into your life, right? Um, they believe that there's a ton of metaphysical benefits to it, as I just mentioned. What I think is interesting about it, which is why I was fascinated by it, was all of these um, stones and crystals come from one area of the Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic. And um, they're kind of calling it, the Moldavite relates to the Moldau River, which is in the Czech. But when it happened is there was a giant meteorite that crashed into Earth in that Czech region about 15 million years ago. And the result is this Moldavite, right? And it's very similar to a lot of crystals and compositions. It's it, it usually started as one giant thing and now everyone has a small piece, which is, again, talking about connection, if it all started as this meteor that hit Earth, and now there's millions of people with pieces of this meteor, we are all connected, literally. <laughs> yeah. So that is anyway, crazy. but and so this TikToker, I would like to know what the price is. So the pricing can range, but stones, I you know, Jess, you can speak to. The stones are pretty affordable um, yeah. because again, they come from Mother Earth. Most people who sell stones aren't really in it. They're in it for business, sure, but again, there's this this energetic feeling to it. But Moldavite, I've noticed this is five, six, seven times the cost of a stone. I'll give you an example. Um, a ring I was looking at that was a citrine ring, um, which was a very small stone, um, was about $27 on sale from about $50 um, from India. The same Moldavite ring was $146, exact same oh, size. Oh, wow. So huge. Mm -hmm. um, so I bought the Moldavite ring. Um, <laughs> 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 and it is I here. It. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I am so glad that is there. why. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so it they so this TikTok thread went kind of viral because this gal hopped on and like started crying and said how it ruined her entire life. Don't buy this stone. And then other people were it went viral about other things. She said it ruined her life. Think people died horrible things um but then i researched it and i and, and and just i'd love for you to speak on this right it's it's kind of what you said it's you, you make it anything you make it so if you have bad energies and you're not sitting in a good place having something with such a high frequency might not be good for you but the flip side can be true right if it's joy it can probably create abundance in that department but can you speak on that a little bit for for us yes so totally agree with that and you know I think that people need to be ready for certain things in spirituality and not just like try to chase it for trends and I think that that's like kind of what's going on with some of the crystals and the Moldavec community and so um you know like I totally support people wanting to get whatever stone that they want but it's like there's tons of other stones and things that you can do and like so many people want to put so much pressure on stones. And then it's like, if it doesn't work out, whatever energy that they're walking around in the world, whatever is like they're attracting, it's like they'll blame it on like the stone or on something else. And so, um, yeah, it's just like a really interesting concept because, yeah, you can make it like whatever you want, honestly. Yeah, honestly, and, 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 and people put a lot of pressure on it. For sure. And a lot of hope. Do you feel like there, there's a, if you have a larger stone, it creates more energy in general? 
Yeah, I do. So I, I do think that, you know, like the bigger the stone, the more energy that it can hold. Um, but then I also think that there's an important part where you need to like connect to your stones and cleanse them because if you're getting stones at, you know, certain gem shops, it's around other gems, it's around other people. So that stone can pick up energies as well. So it's like, you've got to cleanse it before, um, you got to make a connection to it. Like anytime I get a stone, I cleanse it. I do like an initiation and then I program it and say like, okay, this is Rose Quartz. You know, I'm going to program this with like love and, um, abundance, whatever I want. And then keep that relationship with it. It's like, you know, you can't just like pick it up one time and be like, give me abundance. Thanks. And then like (laughs) ignore it the rest, you know, for it to like really go through you. And sometimes it's like, I sit and meditate for a long time or do breath work with them and, you know, kind of see like how my energy changes. Cause now I can like feel the vibrations in my stones, but it's like, it took a while to work that up. Yeah. No, it's interesting you you hit on that energy. I, I, I do think it's fascinating. I actually I gotta share with you all. This multivite thing I was attracted to, A, because I've been hearing it on podcasts left and right, and it keeps coming up in my life. Then one of our other good friends had purchased it literally the same day I was looking at a store at it. And mm-hmm. then I went through a drive-through and a lady had one on her finger. And I said, This is so I'm like, is that what I think it is? She was, yeah, it's multivite. And so I believe these 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 signs. And again, I was I was doing that thing where I'm like, no, I don't want that stone. It's it's so trendy right now. And then I'm like, okay, well maybe I should also hear the signs I'm hearing because it's everywhere. Yep. <laughs> and what's interesting is is I got it yesterday. And isn't it interesting that today we're we've really shifted gears on a spiritual level on this show, like, like this. It's really and the stone is in my presence, but it's really fa- and it's very small. I'll actually um, share with you guys. I was very like, quickly. can we see it? <laughs> I'm so excited. Ooh, <laughs> Lori, <laughs> we both said, ooh, <laughs> that's beautiful. See, I and love it's it. like you were able to use discernment and realize like, you know, why you wanted it. And so it's like your intentions are there. You know, like at the yeah. end of the day, it's like you got it for you and not, you know, for the trend. Yeah, and it's and it's power. I tell you, I put it on my hand yesterday. I said, "Oh, I got to take this off for a minute." Um, but it's it's amazing, and they say they say it's a very powerful stone. Um, and I'll be the first to tell you, I, I I believe that it's a it's a hell of a stone, and I think it's going to create some really special things. And again, I just have to hit on that. I think it's fascinating that in such short amount of time, Lori and I, El Pity and I, the last couple of days have been very deep in emotion. It, mm-hmm. um, and spirituality and then same thing with the show and it's fa- like that's really when this came into my presence it was in my mailbox monday i didn't get it until yesterday um and it's just funny that that's all interconnected so you know well now I'm is there oh go ahead <laughs> i'm going to segue into sorry one more camera. question hi one more question if you if you could recommend one quick stone like if anyone could uh, get a stone first stone what would it be like, they're brand new to this whole thing. I'm totally thinking of a stone right now, but I'll see if you say it. I think my, I, I'm thinking. Of, my wait. first stone that I loved was amethyst. But I'm attracted to, like, that purple um, and a lot of the properties of it. 
But also the one that you have, John John, which is Carnelian. Carnelian, yep. Yeah, that one's a really good, um, like, abundance and, like, self-confidence stone, which is, like, what I've been working on. So I've been using that a lot. Um, So either one. But I would also say, like, use your senses. So whatever is, like, visually attracting or whatever, if you, like, you know, put your hands over a few stones, like, see which ones that you're called to because that means, like, that stone is for that person. Like what, whatever you go into a store and whatever you like, it's like that was meant for you. So trust your gut, trust your intuition. I love that. I love it. Sorry, LP. Now let's go, let's go into, I love it. Let's, let's go to tarot. <laughs> yes. Back to- <laughs> oh, are we right. going to, do you want me to do a, a pick a card? Yeah, please. Is that that's what you were talking about, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I think I'm going to apologize to the whole audience. I think my internet's breaking up, so I do apologize. So, uh, hopefully it sounds okay. We're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing good. We're doing great. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> cool. So, everyone here is getting a free reading. Yes, yeah, you so- are. I'm going to do one card because I'll do spreads for myself, but I'm still working on like doing them for other people. Spreads are hard. Yeah. Especially (laughs) connecting them. Um, But I also got a new deck. So I got the modern witch tarot deck, which is like all female, all witches. I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, So I connect to this one a lot more. So it's like I pick them up more. Yeah. So I'm going to just pick witch. a card for <laughs> whatever the collective needs. <laughs> if so that whatever anyone's thinking about listening right now. Yeah, I love that. So anyone who's listening right now, this is this is a card that Jess is going to pull for kind of the collective need, as she mentioned. Things that we all, you know, need to hear right now, potentially. Ooh. And I usually like to wait until one pops out. Ooh. There we go. Okay. Ooh. Y'all. So we got the hanged one. Oh. Which is usually like the hanged man, but let me tell you about this hanged one. So she is hanging from like the tree of life. And it's all about surrender. So it's all about surrender and rest, which is what I was talking about. When we got on here, because literally this hanged one is saying, if you don't surrender and rest and listen to what you need in your body and emotional, spiritual, whatever needs, that the universe will come in and like knock you on your ass. So this is like self-care and like her hanging like this from a tree, just like chilling is like her way of being like, okay, fine. Let me like meditate. Let me figure out my own self-care ritual. Like this is literally what we were talking about. The energy of this whole reading is about. There's a bug on my screen, but that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Forced rest. You you need to take care of you or, or, or the universe, God, whatever you believe is going to stop you dead in your tracks to make sure you rest. As the picture depicts, like hanging on the tree upside down (laughs) because you're required to be there. And, like, this one is, like, her going into that situation willingly. But when we're overworking 
or not listening to our needs, not eating, not taking breaks. Like, oh, damn it. That, <laughs> that was me yesterday. And it'll catch up quick. So this is saying that like us here right now, the people in the collective to like take some time for yourself, because if this isn't the message that you get, then something else is going to happen. And sometimes spirit works in not so nice ways of like, you know, accidentally like breaking your foot <clears throat> or... <laughs> No, it's interesting that you say that out of jest, right? But El Pity, there was some things last year you were working so hard, and I don't want to put this on, on you right now, but you're working okay. so hard and like that did happen, right? It's like your foot layer you had to break. You you didn't recognize it for a month and then found out it was broken. But like then yeah. it's just amazing <laughs> that like the universe will, you know, as Jess said, literally do it and we can attest on this podcast that that does happen. If we, yes. don't, if we don't do it. Yeah. Nope. So like take a break, take some time out um, and follow your intuition. Like, you know, take a day, call in sick. Call, your job will be fine. Call in sick. <laughs> Unless you work for me, please don't. If you if you work for me and listening to this podcast, please don't call it. <laughs> I am totally joking. You take care of you. Yeah, I, I might. Take if you, yeah, if you're slated to be in tomorrow, please be in tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I kid. You, you know, I believe in healing, and yeah. <laughs> the boss, I actually talked him today about something I'm going through that I probably need rest from. So. If you're listening, I'm probably going to take PTO on Friday. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I think that's a pro- really profound message, Jess. And like yeah. how interesting and tuned in that, again, you had predicted it without predicting it. And again, I think it's a collective. I think that's so, so profound. I think everyone listening, you guys all heard that for a reason. I don't know why. I don't know how. But there was a reason you had to hear what you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to surrender because, you know, we're on like this floating rock. And so, like, we can just like chill for a second, you know? True. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was all meant to be like stressed out and to have to like pay bills and be so serious. Like, we can just have a little bit of play. Yeah. And, and you said it perfectly. We are literally just this rock. We're a bunch of earthlings on this rock going through this journey and i think as as profound and important as we are we're also so minuscule and that's that's that thing that we were talking about that calibration of both the yin yeah. and yang exactly that is really profound you know uh, we are going to ask you know i i think jess uh, you know we've been talking all this time and we i think i speak for the world but we have to have you back on the show um, yes. we have to <laughs> dive dive into this more because this just really just is the tip of the iceberg truly. Um, and just like those pictures you see, you know, the, the iceberg is three times the size underneath the water. So we want to just keep diving into it. So we most that. certainly, yeah, I think we most certainly have you back <laughs> and we're actually going to ask our audience um, on Twitter. We're going to ask you, what do you want us to do with Jess next? Is it a full spread of readings? Is it her giving us uh maybe breathing techniques or Reiki on the podcast. We're just going to throw that out there. Of course, we're going to consult with Jess before we ask, put any of this stuff on there to make sure we're kosher. But we're going to ask it on our Twitter, which, of course, you can find hashtag that podcast all over social media. 
Whoop, whoop. Oh my goodness, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us today. You have no idea how much you made our days better, our weeks, our months, our years. So thank you. Thank you again and again. Truly. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on what El Pity just said is I, I don't even think you realize the calamity of your energy and uh love that we needed. So we are truly grateful to have you on the podcast. And I, I I'm sure I li- I speak for all the listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time today. Yes, thank Amen. you. I appreciate <laughs> it so much. Like this was, this was so beautiful as much. I feel like we were all just in this healing space together. Like we all needed to be here together tonight for a reason. So thank you. Tonight, tonight. tonight. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there it is. I was going to go with it, but, and I did, but I didn't do it too well. Because I'm like, uh. <laughs> As I say, what? <laughs> but, again, <laughs> but again, Jess, thank you again for joining us. We love you, girl. Ooh, I love yes, y'all indeed. too. And then now, don't forget uh, to link down below because we have her links down there too. So learn more about her. Schedule some time with her virtually because we're still being safe right now because we're still in a pandemic. So <laughs> that's right. No, and 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 you just nailed it. Uh, we 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 wish you nothing but health and prosperity, um, and we certainly will have you back on a future episode. Now, um, speaking of episodes, we are going to be coming back. Um, on the 26th of May with episode number 72. And El Pity and I are going to talk all about reality television shows. Our favorite shows, shows we dream of being on, things we suck at. Maybe our favorite reality TV stars, you know. Mine's clearly Snooki, not my brother. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) But we will be talking about that in future episodes. But my name is John John. And I'm El Pity. And we're hashtag that podcast all together. Bye.